So I'm here to bitch and moan to you about a fucking fanfiction I read on good old fanfiction.net. It's an Avatar fanfiction. It's called Forgiving the Wicked, which is actually a pretty good title, considering the subject matter and uh, the pairing in this. So, you may be wondering. The answers to many questions that will forever be unsolved. What came before the Big Bang? Is there a god? Which I say no, because this exists. But, you know, like, what is the meaning of life? And also, my the question that is stumping me right now. Why the fuck did someone write 400,000 words of Kishara and Ozai? That's right. That's right. That's the pairing in this fucking fanfiction. And, you know, it's not really that common for reasons, you know? So I think the author just thinks that uh, Ozai is just like a, you know, because the internet is fucking saturated with Zutara shit. So like, oh, maybe we can substitute him for, a, it'll be like a much angrier and fucked up Zuko. So, you know, it doesn't have a ship name because it's not that well known. So might I suggest some Ozara, Katzai, or my personal favorite, what were you thinking? So basically, the plot of this, it starts off, Ozai is sick, because it has to do with fucking his bending being taken away, and Zuko wants to help him recover for some reason. I don't know why he would want to do that after all that. It takes place like four or five years after the show ends, so uh, it's not like totally pedophilia. Um, so Katara heals him, and basically you can see where this fucking goes. So I would separate this into two arcs. One is the initial romance arc, and then one is like their relationship continuing to progress and like other plot outside of just this. So the relationship isn't that forced, although there are some aspects of it that are like, uh, maybe not. So there's some natural chemistry of like just two people getting to know each other in kind of an intimate setting. And you know, like sometimes you are like someone, even though they're a fucked up tyrant, just because you get to know them and maybe they're not that bad on the inside. And also uh, there's a lot of comparisons made to Zuko's mother for Katara, which is, uh, you know, unfortunate, and you can kind of uh, understand what's happening there. He puts her in, in her old chambers, so he is like, uh, why? So the forced parts, there's a lot of forced physical contact in this. So, like, falling on each other accidentally, that type of shit. The handcuff scene, let me get into that. So, Ozai has a bad dream, you know, which is actually just him, like, freaking out because he saw his future with his lovely wife who is healing him. No, so that hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. It's really creepy anyway. He wakes up, he's in a panic, and, uh, you know, Katara comes in and she, like, has to, like, sedate him. So she fucking handcuffs him with, like, an ice handcuff or some shit. And they end up, like, falling asleep on each other, and it looks like a freaky fetish scene, just even to describe it in the author's own words. So, y'all ain't, ain't even in a relationship yet, and you're being kinky already. Like, come on! 
So another thing about this is that I love this trope, but this person, is, it just becomes a running gag, I think. Nearly every fucking character walks in on them having an intimate moment at some point. So I think uh, Iroh walks in on them the most in the beginning, and he's the only one to think, hey, maybe I should stop these two from bonding, but he never does anything about it. Now, Zuko walks in on them a few times. One is later when they're having sex, but this one is a little bit less dramatic the first time. So she's restored his bending because he would have died otherwise or some shit like that, you know, need an excuse. And he walks on them in on them about to kiss and, you know, just shit goes down. Uh, I think the dynamic between these three main characters is really fucking horrible, but it's funny as fuck. Like, the he's in the story. He's has like an unrequited love for Katara, and she ends up fucking his dad. Like that sucks so much, but it's so funny. So twenty four chapters into the book, they have sex finally, which is about it's about forty percent of the way into the book if you're going by chapters because there are sixty there's uh, sixty one chapters total. Though it's probably not 40% of the book if you're going by word count, because the earlier chapters do tend to be shorter. So the thing that really got me about this, the first sex scene is that she's scared of his dick because it's so big. <laughs> she's like, is that really going inside of me? <laughs> it just... <laughs> it hurts me. Which, it, it hurts her also, uh, quite literally. So, but they do have kind of gentle, loving sex in a sort of way, because he takes it slow with her. Like, he's like, alright, I won't start moving until you, f you feel confident. And, you know, it's like, kind of like, okay, maybe there's, like, genuine romance here. So, basically, I think their first few times having sex, that wraps up the initial arc. Now, second arc is where some real fuckery starts to happen, if you didn't think that the fuckery was bad enough already. So let's start with talking about Ursa. So she comes back in this book, and she's portrayed as a jealous bitch who just wants to fuck Ozai. And now, another thing, a little subplot that isn't actually that important, a little tidbit of information, I might say, is that Ozai is actually Zuko and Azula's uncle in this, because Ursa fucked Iroh a bunch of times, I guess. Uh, so it makes her look worse, and it makes the ship a little less weird, because, you know, um, I guess it would be not as bad if, if, you're, if the person you love starts fucking your uncle instead of your dad. Like, that's a little less weird. But still a little bit fucking weird. So, another thing that is just, like, kind of a dumb excuse is that it says that Ursa was poisoning him throughout his reign, and she wanted to control him, but it made him, like, crazier than he already was. So they really just use that as an excuse to um, talk about, like, oh, maybe he's not that awful. I don't know. 
And around this time is when we get to those mysterious stomach aches, and any veteran of long fan fiction will know exactly what this means. So I really hate this shit when it happens, but they just spring it on us, like totally unexpectedly. There's some foreshadowing that builds up to it. So she goes to the doctor, even though we already know what's going on. We know she's pregnant. And the doctor gives her a vial so she can have an abortion if she wants. She doesn't tell Ozai about it. And when he, but he, when they, when she tells him, she, he shatters the vial. So first of all, what a fucking bitch. Like, that's not something you do. It is established that they both want to have a child, but like, the situation is bad. And then just generally, like, what the fuck, man? That's not totally your choice to make. Like, Come on. So internationally, on, on that larger plot level, news is getting out. Okay, Ozai is out of prison. Alrighty. So Katara claims sanctuary for him, so that like I don't know, no one like destroys him immediately. So there starts to be rumors about their relationship, and. She ends up going back to the South Pole where it's safer for some reason and it's really angsty because, you know, they're separated for six months and she's also pregnant and, you know, that type of shit. She ends up miscarrying. Okay, hold on. I need to get a fucking box of tissues here. Um, so... She's really distraught about the miscarriage and, I mean, that's, like, not good, but she... She loses it, she, like, names the kid, even though it's just, like, a dead fetus, and weeps over it and, like, visits his grave every day or some shit. There are some subplots while all this is happening, and maybe the most, the only heartwarming part of this fanfiction is the, the relationship that rekindles between Sokka and Suki after a few years of them being apart because they broke up. And he finds, Sokka finds out that they had a kid together, so they start, like, bonding again, and, like, he loves his son, and it's just, like, heartwarming and shit. But then they kill off Suki, I don't really remember what happens, but she dies. So, the reunion occurs between our main two lovers here, when Katara gets kidnapped by one of the international, like, leaders who really just fucking hates Ozai, uh, Arnook from the Northern Water Tribe, and he wants to force her, force her into marriage, and basically he's an abusive fuck. So Ozai eventually gets up there, and she, she thinks that she's hallucinating when she sees him at first, like, because she just had it so bad. But, you know, eventually they end up having vigorous sex, because that's just what happens. And uh, one of my favorite reactions to someone walking in on them having sex is when Azula says, So you really are conjoined at the hip. So, you know, um, that trope is still going even well into the book. Running gag. So uh, Arnook ends up raping her. Katara, to be clear. Um which is not good, but obviously. Um, she returns shortly to the Fire Palace after that. She thinks she's dying, and 
She doesn't die, obviously, because uh, there's kind of a happy ending if you're not squeamish about this pairing, I guess. Um, so basically, she's pregnant again, but by the timing, they know it wasn't by the rape. And she and Ozai marry. And seven months pass really fucking fast, and uh, the kid is born. And something that really pisses me off about this is that she names it after her dead mother. So not only is this bad enough knowing, like, the background of why her mom died, but she, when she gets into a relationship with him to begin with, she realizes, oh, maybe it's not cool for me to wear my mother's necklace. It's kind of like betraying her. And then she fucking names her kid after her mom. And it's just like, what is the logic there? What is it? So that's basically where the, the current narrative ends, and there's an epilogue that basically spans the rest of their lives. It's kind of supposed to be a happily ever after, and they're still deeply in love, which is kind of weirder than the initial romance, because like thinking about how them having a family and like a child together is like... So, uh, but there's still a little bit of drama that's really unnecessary because uh, some girl convinces Ozai to have hate sex with her. Um, but that's besides the point, I guess. I don't really know why they included that. So, uh, yeah, he dies about 30 years before Katara because he's fucking way older than her. He's uh, twice her age in this fanfiction. Uh, she was like 20, he's 40. And uh, she's, like, really angsty over his death for the next 30 years. So, basically, the epilogue and, like, basically the whole ending of this fucking fanfiction is just really trippy. And when I read the ending at 1.30 in the morning while listening to my meme playlist, I felt like my mind had touched the void. So on whole, I don't even know what to think about this fanfiction. I'm, it, I didn't really enjoy it, but I, I don't know if it was good ironically or if it was just kind of bad. If I had to, like, put some solid indicators of what I thought, I would say the first arc was, like, their relationship building up was, it was ironically good. Like, it was pretty fucking funny. All the accidents, like, them running into each other, even though that was kind of forced, and, like, people constantly walking in on them. Uh, the second arc just took it too far, and it was gross, and I didn't like it. So, if you want to have, like, a trippy-as-fuck experience, uh, yeah, like, read this in the middle of the night or something. Uh, yeah, I, I just... I feel like this fanfiction won't leave me be until I produce enough tributes to it and it'll give my soul back that it was holding hostage. That might be a little dramatic, but you get the point. Basically, uh, it kind of consumes your mind after it throws it into the void. So that's that. Uh, probably don't read this. Thanks for watching if you actually, just if anyone made it this far.